0: Hello, aloha, Barbara Cole-Salmaran here. And today I wanna to talk about another piece of my foundational material. If you followed my journey or you've been to any of my classes, That I teach online, then you will recognize this. And it really is part of it's a foundational part of the relationship classes that I teach and the coaching that I do. So we call this part human, um, sorry, hunting mode and gathering mode. And what what do we mean by these so hunting mode is when a man or a woman is committed to producing a result an outcome or a destination so there's usually some sort of a time constraint involved there could be a deadline such as uh driving to an appointment and getting there on time or that report that's due by the end of the day, Friday, or that project that you've got to wrap up by the end of the month, right? Our tax returns have a deadline. And so that's what we mean. When we're in hunting mode, we're focused on producing some sort of a result. There's a time constraint, and we have a high level of focus. For men, they have a superpower that we call single focus. And ladies, you've experienced this with your men. You walk in the room and start talking to them and they don't even hear you. And part of this is because there are differences in the brain structure between men and women. There are differences in their vision and there are differences in their hearing. And when a man is in single focus, his vision and his hearing gets to where he can filter out anything extraneous. So it's almost like he's got blinders on. The only thing that matters is what he's focused on. Okay, so anything that's irrelevant to the result he's trying to produce will get filtered out. So it's not personal. That's always thing to remember. It's not personal, he's just in hunting mode. And ladies, if some of this sounds familiar to you, then this happens to us as well. Our focus level isn't quite as high as men get because they have much more testosterone than we do. And uh, single focus is in part due to the effects of testosterone on the brain. So there are biological differences between men and women in case you hadn't noticed that, all the way down to our brain structure. And that's before we were even born. If you wanna know more about that, there are two fantastic books I can recommend. One is called The Female Brain and one is called the male brain. And it is all about our biology and how our hormones before we're even born uh, determine the brain structure of the male and the female brain. It's an easy read and if you're into science, especially if you have any kids, it will explain the life phases to you. So back on track here, hunting mode. Uh, women also can achieve a high level of focus. So I am a woman who's in hunting mode a lot. I own two businesses. And when I am focused on a project, like I don't think about eating. I don't think about, you know, what's, what's happening outside of what I'm focused on. Uh, so ladies, you may recognize that in yourself. It's whenever we're committed to producing a result. The survival instinct that it's tied to the way that the person in hunting mode feels safe is when they're producing a result. Now, why do I say safe? So, all of what most of what I teach about relates back to human instinct. I just did a previous video yesterday about human normal and human spirit that talks more about the human instincts. But if you think about, as far as hunting mode, if you think about back in the day of the caveman and cavewoman, men were typically the hunters and the warriors, right? They were just bigger and stronger and they had denser muscles and could run faster. That's all, you know, just was biology. So they were the hunters and the warriors. They had a very important job, each of them. They had to either feed the tribe or protect the tribe. And if they failed at their job, people died. So that's why this is related to a survival instinct. They feel safety and reassurance when they are producing a result. And therefore, anyone that interrupts that result that they're trying to produce gets in the way, blocks their ability to produce that result, they're going to experience some irritation, maybe frustration, maybe even more, okay? And that's just a survival instinct. That's tension in the body because they they need to, produce this result. And depending on how looming the deadline is and how big the project is, will determine how deep their focus is and how easily they get irritated with interruptions. So if you've ever asked your boss, you know, hey, how are you doing today? And they say, fine and keep on walking. Um, It's okay. It's not you. It's not personal. They're not trying to be rude to you. They can come across as rude or uncaring. He's just in hunting mode. Maybe he's on his way to a meeting, maybe he's late to a meeting, right? So he's just in hunting mode and it wasn't the time to stop and talk. Now, the other piece of this gathering mode is when a man or a woman is more open to options, alternatives and possibilities. And that is when your boss would have time to stop and talk and ask about your weekend. Because gathering mode, there's no time constraint, There's no result that's trying to be produced. We're very open to to the flow and whatever the possibilities are. Um, So that would be more about connection. The person in gathering mode is striving for connection. Now, diffuse awareness is what we call a woman's superpower. So women, again, because of their brain structure being different, because of the effects of estrogen on the brain before we are even born, Our brain structure is different than the male brain. And diffuse awareness, ladies, you will recognize this in the female brain. Men have a hard time understanding this because they don't experience it quite in the same way that we do. Diffuse awareness means to, diffuse means to pour in every direction. So it literally is like our attention and our energy are poured in every direction. We notice everything in our environment. We notice if our pet doesn't feel well. We know if someone in the house or, or on the job is upset. We notice the the socks that are still on the floor and the dishes that still need to be done. We think about the email that we forgot to send yesterday. and. We remember the phone call we've got to do by the end of the day today. And and then we recall the doctor's appointment that we have tomorrow morning. And did I remember to tell my boss that I was gonna be in late tomorrow morning? Like all of these things are going on in our brain all the time, right? Ladies, I know you can relate. Men are like, oh my gosh, that sounds horrible. Well, it's not always very peaceful. It's not always a very peaceful place. I've told my husband, it's like I've got 100 channels in my brain running 24 seven, you know, and so that is part of the structure of the female brain. And diffuse awareness is what causes multitasking. You'll hear men say there's no such thing as multitasking. And that is true for them, because their brain structure is different. However, if you look at the female brain, we have diffuse awareness. And that is what causes multitasking. So again, this is another survival connection. And I'll explain that in just a moment. But the the instinct for the person in gathering mode, the instinct that helps them feel safe and secure is connection. And attention and conversation and affection, that kind of thing helps us feel connected. Now, The reason for this, again, why it goes back to the survival instincts and back in the day of caveman and cavewoman, the women were typically the gatherers. And so we would go out into the meadow and we would have to pay attention to everything, right? Out of safety, we'd have to know if there were little critters and kind of, we'd have to be loud and moving in groups and talking a lot to scare away any little critters in the grass, because even a a bite or a scratch from a small critter could be very serious back then, right? Before the day of of hospitals and penicillin and such. So we had to make lots of noise and be together in groups um, to scare away the little critters. We had to notice, oh, that grass over there looks different. Is there a tiger hiding in the grass? Is it still there? You know, We need to watch our little ones as they run around. We needed to be able to go and find the right berries, not the poisonous berries because they look very similar. So we would have to communicate an extraordinary amount of detail to our fellow gatherers to make sure that they brought back the good berries, not the poisonous berries, because they look similar, but one grows up on the hill and one grows down by the river and we had to know which one was which. Otherwise, people would die, right? So that's how it connects to our survival instinct. And this this feeling of, of safety through connection as women back in the day, we needed to be part of a group. So, so all of us as humans, we live together in groups for survival and safety. But particularly as a woman, if we were to upset someone and get kicked out of the group, that could pretty much be a death sentence. That means she would have to find or build her own shelter, hunt and cook all of her own food, watch her little ones if she had them. And guess what? If she's eight months pregnant, she can't run from a tiger she needed protection, okay? So even though modern day things are different, right? We, uh, we own a home and we have master's degrees and, and, and such. So it's not quite the same, but the survival instinct is still there. The neural pathways go all the way back to the days of caveman and cavewoman. So the person in gathering mode is seeking connection. So that is your person Monday morning at the water cooler who says, oh, how was your weekend? Tell me all about it. They are seeking connection. When you come home from work and your honey says, oh, hey, honey, how was your day? They are seeking connection. They're in gathering mode. Now, the person in hunting mode doesn't really want to relive all the details of their day. It's behind them and it's inefficient. It's an inefficient use of time and energy to rattle off all the details of their weekend. So the details belong to gathering mode, short and sweet and to the point belongs to hunting mode, and as I've said, I'm a woman in hunting mode a lot. So I <laughs> tend to appreciate this short and to the point. So this is hunting mode and gathering mode. You may identify with more than one, you know, with, with one more than the other. Or you may see in different situations how you go back and forth between the two. What will flip a person from hunting mode into hunting mode is as soon as there's a time constraint then immediately we'll shift into hunting mode because we've got something to do in a limited amount of time. All right. And just an example of this, me, uh, let's say driving. When I'm driving and I'm running late for an appointment, I am in hunting mode. Like I need to get there I know I'm running late or I'm just barely going to make it. So I'm going to drive a little bit more aggressively. Um, I'm going to drive a little faster. I'm going to be annoyed at the slow car in front of me or any school zones that I have to slow down for, right? Um, So that would be me in hunting mode because I've got that pressure to create the result on a particular time constraint as opposed to if I'm out on a Sunday drive, maybe there's not even a destination in mind or I've got plenty of time to make it there. This is when I would take the alternate route, take the long way, take the scenic route, right? And just enjoy along the way. And, oh, there's an interesting looking shop. Let's stop and see what they have in there, right? That's definitely gathering mode, definitely. Another example would be at the grocery store. Me in the grocery store, if I have, let's say, three items on my list that I need to get and I've got 10 minutes to get in and out of the store, I am going to zoom in there, maybe grab a cart. I'm going to be rushing to the first aisle, grabbing my item, going directly to the second aisle and grabbing my item. If I don't know where the third item is. I might have to ask somebody and I'm going to be annoyed if they don't know where it is. I might even forget about it because I'm, you know, running late. And then I'm going to choose the checkout line that looks like the shortest and I hope it's the fastest. You know, that is what hunting mode in the grocery store would look like. Gathering mode on the other hand, let's say it's early afternoon and I wanna plan a special dinner for my honey tonight and I've got tons of time and I don't know what I wanna cook. I'm totally open to options and possibilities. And I'm gonna go look at the seafood counter and I'm gonna peruse all the fruits and vegetables and pick them up and squeeze them and smell them and see what looks good and fresh. And spending plenty of time. And I might go up and down all the different aisles to get ideas, just not even knowing what I'm looking for, but just totally open and no time constraint. Can you see the difference? So whether you identify with hunting mode more or gathering mode more, or whether you see that you switch back and forth, it's perfectly fine. I will say that in our 30 plus years of research, we have discovered that men, most men are in hunting mode most of the time until around the age of 50, and then as their testosterone starts to decline, um, their access to gathering mode increases, their access to their feelings and their desire for connection. It's not to say that they didn't have feelings before, they do. However, when the testosterone starts to decline, there are changes happening in their brain with their neural connections, and they just can more easily flip into gathering mode. Women go back and forth between hunting mode and gathering mode all the time. Some of us several times a day. I have certain friends that are always in gathering mode. And because I'm always in hunting mode, I know that when we get together, I have to tone it down. I have to relax and be ready for connecting, flowing conversation that goes nowhere. Okay, there's nothing that will need to be achieved. Nothing, there's no point to the conversation. And I have to put myself in that frame of mind when I'm speaking to one of my friends who I know is mostly coming from gathering mode. And it can be beautiful. It's like going to brunch with your friends. You're just catching up and talking and having a good time and there's no purpose, right? We're not doing a presentation or anything. So I hope that uh, helps you understand hunting mode and gathering mode. And that is definitely part of the foundational material to what I teach. So I hope you enjoyed that. And I'll see you on the next broadcast.